Bonnie Bouchard. You're with the League of Women Voters. And you commissioned this study, is that right? Looking at schools that received voucher money? Well, it didn't exactly work that way. Studying issues, studying what the state is doing is something the League of Women Voters does as a regular thing. We have action teams in various areas, such as education, environment, and so on. So our education action team of the Lower Cape Fear, the League of Women Voters, decided that Last year, we would look at vouchers. Every year, we choose something else to dive into. And we do this in order to educate ourselves on the subject and to be able to talk intelligently with our legislators if we see that the program could be better or we might make suggestions as to best practices. So this is a regular thing we do. I see. Okay. And... You found some very interesting things, obviously, with this Opportunity Scholarship Program, that much of the money is going to schools that are teaching something that I've never heard of called the ABECA curriculum. What is ABECA? It comes from the nickname for Rebecca Horton. She and her husband, Arlen Horton, founded Pensacola Christian College, and then they established a publishing company, for Abeka Books, which are Christian biblical worldview curriculum that is used by homeschoolers and in private schools as well. So they have the publishing company, and they also started the accrediting agency that accredits these schools, and they also certify the teachers to achieve certification and to achieve uh, accreditation. The school must pledge to teach that the world is 6,000 years old, etc., etc. And the teacher, in order to be certified, must do a lesson plan on that topic and that evolution is a fraud and so on, must have a lesson plan on creationism. So it's a very different curriculum from the North Carolina course of study. It sounded like you pronounced it Abeka. Is it Abeka or Abeka? Do you know? You know, even on their websites, they sometimes say A space Becca, and sometimes they run the word together as a Becca. So (laughs) for simplicity in my report, I just called it all one word, a Becca. I see. Okay, interesting. So I'm guessing that a lot of people haven't heard of this. I don't think it's, I don't think anybody's really shocked that a lot of money is going to Christian schools. But when I read in a column about your report, about what they were interspersing throughout the textbooks, it seemed a little alarming to me. You highlighted some of those. What are some other things that they're talking about in these textbooks? For example, history. How can you have a full understanding of American history if the textbook does not cover some major topics and themes? Or in literature, how can you have a full understanding of world literature if they only include Western authors? And in civics, one of the professors who who, uh, critiqued that book said that the textbook contains factual and empirical assertions that are not substantiated by evidence, and that's a quote, and which are not generally accepted by political scientists or historians. So they're loaded with factual errors, omissions, facts, stated as facts, but they are unsupported by evidence, and so they simply lack critical thinking throughout. They seem to be interspersed with also like some conservative viewpoints that kind of push almost a political agenda, it sounds like. 
this is true. I'll give an example on the subject of climate change. They say some scientists believe that environmentalists are pushing this idea of climate change, whereas, and then they give a quote, and the quote is from a person who is a journalist who has no science qualifications, and he states that it is a scam, that global warming is a scam. So that's one example. The press is referred to as the liberal press. There's a lot of labeling. Programs, social programs are labeled as socialism. The Great Depression, they question whether it really happened and if things were as bad as they said. And so they mention several other statistics but do not support it with evidence as to why the Great Depression was really not as great as usually identified. Um, I'm not sure if you've looked in depth at them, but if you, if they're teaching science and they're telling children that the Earth is 6,000 years old, what are they telling kids about dinosaurs, things like that? They were on the ark, but they were probably in small form or incubating, as well as the mammoths. So this scholarship program, the Opportunity Scholarship Program, was began in 2013. It started out kind of small. It's now expanding, and it's scheduled to expand even much more. And we're talking about over a billion dollars that will be spent over its lifetime unless something changes. Over its 15-year period, yes. And it's hardwired that it goes up by $10 million every year. What the League of Women Voters is saying is that there is basically no accountability to these schools and we're just kind of doling out money. That is part of the argument that there's no oversight. These are public monies, so they should have oversight. The testing should be transparent. It is not. We tried to get testing results. We were unable to get that because they do not, will not share it. The teachers are not required to be certified and the schools are not required to be accredited. There's just no oversight for these schools. So there's no accounting for accountability for our taxpayer monies. Now, I, one of the things that occurs to me is that it, it could be that some of the, the lawmakers want this kind of material to be taught to children. I couldn't weigh into that because I haven't talked to the legislators themselves, mm -hmm. but they seem very committed to giving this money, and they, I have not received any responses from Republican legislators that they have read the study or what they think about it. I have heard back from many Democratic legislators, and that's too bad because this shouldn't be a political issue. If our students are unable to get 21st century careers, if they are unable to go to the best schools out there, if they are limited in any way in their choice of college, no, that's just a shame. And the League of Women Voters does highlight in this report that there are schools, particularly in California, that will not accept this type of curriculum. And so the children won't be able to go to these colleges. The University of California will not accept this curriculum for Abeka or Bob Jones University in history, any of the histories, sciences, civics, or literature. 
I have a friend at Top Ten University, and they didn't. I didn't get permission to use their name, but they too do not accept this curriculum. A student would have to prove that they went beyond this curriculum and did extracurricular study in order to attend that major university. If the University of California does not accept this curriculum, how many other colleges across the United States do not accept it? And your finding was that it was about 75% of the schools that were receiving the funding uh, teach this type of curriculum? That is the shocking part. Were you guys able to determine why it's so prevalent? I don't know how many of these schools exist in North Carolina. I really haven't looked at that. So I don't know how prevalent it is, but the fact that such a huge proportion of these schools apply for these scholarships was surprising. So I'm starting to rethink this, that perhaps these schools are much more prevalent than than I thought. Right, and it seems like they're, a lot of them are using the same curriculum. And I think that's what uh, your report, that's what I get most out of your report is that like I said, we weren't, I don't think anybody was really surprised that there were a lot of religious schools. We just, I don't think many people understood that there's this, you know, set curriculum for so many of them that they're actually following mm-hmm. something that had a name and everything and seems to be so, so prevalent in our schools. I know. There are um, a handful of Christian schools, uh, Methodist, Episcopal and some others, and Jewish schools, uh, Islamic schools, that do use the North Carolina course of study and do have require that they have uh, certified teachers. And uh, the, the diocese of both Raleigh and Charlotte require their Catholic schools to have certified teachers and be accredited and use the North Carolina course of study. But they only comprise about 25% of the schools getting vouchers, those schools and, and a handful of private schools, just a huge percentage of the money is going to these biblical worldview schools. Now, there was a study that came out just the other day from North Carolina State University that was showing that uh, kids attending these private schools were actually doing really well on standardized tests. I, I think that they only looked at a you know, a handful of them, but uh, did you see that study, and could you respond I to did. it? I did. I haven't yet. It's just come out, So, but I find the findings problematic because of the sample, as you mentioned, and, and they mentioned that, too, that this was a small sample and that it wasn't really representative. The large majority of schools in their sample actually use the North Carolina course of study and are accredited and have certified teachers, but in actuality, Less than 25% use the North Carolina course of study and are probably not accredited or have certified teachers. So it's really not a good sample. And I wonder if the difference would, if there would be a difference if they used a sample that had 75% biblical worldview schools and 25% other. And the curriculum is so different and the standards seem to be so different. Uh, Standards for the Catholic schools, which was, uh, I think, 53% of their study, they have very high standards, whereas these biblical worldview schools do not. Uh, I came across a school that was K-12, to had two faculty, the pastor and his wife, had 19 students, of which 17 got vouchers. 
Okay. Well, Ms. Bashar, those are my questions. Is there anything else that we didn't cover you think we should? No, it's just that I think that the state has a responsibility to children and their families and their taxpayers. Any entity receiving taxpayer funds be transparent and accountable. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Okay. You're very welcome.